0: These
1: these patients are in their 30s, early 30s, late 30s, early 40s. My husband was 41. That was 11 years ago. Diagnosis is rising considerably.
0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Missions That Made Them. I'm your host, Jason Burdelli. This isn't just a podcast, but rather it's a movement. It's a movement designed to make the world a better place by bringing more awareness to the great work of the people and organizations making a difference. And more importantly, how you can help. We live in a world today surrounded by a narrative in the media that focuses in on negativity and draws attention to the problems, but not the solutions. Our guests represent the solutions, not the problems. And with that, I'm super excited today to announce our guest, uh, Melinda Conklin, with Hitting Cancer Below the Belt. And um, Melinda's story is amazing. What these guys are doing is absolutely amazing. And can't wait to share the story with you today. And uh, without further ado, Melinda, welcome welcome on to the missions that made them.
1: Thank you, Jason. We really appreciate this opportunity.
0: Excellent. Excellent. So uh, Melinda, tell us a little bit about what Hitting Cancer Cancer Below the Belt is. Uh, is all about.
1: Yeah, it's a lot to say, isn't it? It is. Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) You have to get some of the water here uh, a little bit to uh, (laughs) keep saying that right. (laughs) It's
1: Hitting Cancer Below the Belt, also known by the acronym HCB and the number two. So HCB2, we're a colon health, colorectal cancer prevention nonprofit based in Richmond, Virginia, but serving the Commonwealth. Of Virginia, and we've been established now. Or uh, twenty twenty three will be our tenth year. Wow! So um, we've made some great progress over the past year. So I'm excited to share that with you today.
0: Yeah, I know th- the work you've done. I, I know it's not just Rich- Richmond, Virginia, too. You've had a lot of requests uh, throughout the country for the work that you do, which is which is yeah. absolutely amazing. Um, yeah. So tell us a little bit about Melinda, some of the backstory. I mean, obviously, tell us a little bit of the story about how the organization got started. Uh, and really, where the the mission and the vision of the organization is?
1: Yeah, well, I was living um, a wonderful life with my husband of twenty years, and we have we had two children. We do have we had t- two children that were seventeen and nineteen at the time. They're now um, in their late twenties. Actually, my oldest is thirty now. And time flies. Um, yeah, and they <laughs> uh, my son was a, a a student at University of Richmond, a freshman, and my daughter was a junior in high school. And out of the blue, my um, husband at age 41 got diagnosed with colorectal cancer. I can't tell you when he was actually diagnosed with it that I actually knew what that was. Um, And I did not have a family history of cancer. He is the youngest out of seven children and there's no um, family history of cancer in his family either. So this, even just hearing the word cancer and having to deal with that was out of the blue and extremely scary. So he battled for about, 17 months, and then he ended up passing away in January of 2011. So we've just passed um, um, 11 years um, without my husband, Rich. I took about a year off from work. I was working as a mental health substance abuse clinician at the time. I was having a really hard time being present for my, um, for my clients and um, decided that I need to take, take some time off. Um, during that time, I realized that nobody was talking about colorectal cancer. Um, we're, as I said, in Richmond, and I did a search, and there was no nonprofits south of Northern Virginia or D.C. Um, in, in Virginia. And um, so I started a race. I am um, a runner, and so I've run awesome. many races, and I thought, well, that would be fun. We'll start a race. And I was fortunate to have a colorectal cancer surgeon who agreed with me that we needed to do something. He also was a runner, and we teamed together, and we um, offered a 10K called the boxer brief 5k 2013 oh, cool <laughs> we, raised, we raised over fifty-five thousand dollars, and yeah. we cut checks and we wrote all the money away to national organizations which is great it's a good thing but then we looked at each other the next year and thought wait a second i bet there, there's needs here in richmond i mean we need to do more here in our hometown fast forward to where we are now And that's exactly what we're doing. And we've expanded it, obviously, throughout the whole state of Virginia. But, um, yeah, we um, now have a board membership of 12 members. We have an advisory council of 10 members. And we just started a junior board of high school students that has 11 members on our junior board. So there's some interest in the work that we're doing.
0: Yeah, and I know a lot of what your website talks about, and a lot of what you do is centered around uh, one is awareness, right? Education mm-hmm. and awareness. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing I saw there too is you're big on um, screening access because mm-hmm. uh, some people that don't have the healthcare care uh, to do that yeah. uh, or can't afford those screenings to be able to to do that to be able to get the access, um, as well as mm-hmm. uh, just the you know the the uh, ed- around outside of. Um, uh, awareness and everything like that is is just on the educational side too. Uh, mm-hmm. So, can you just go into some of the, a little bit about the work that you guys actually do to yeah. uh, in in those areas?
1: Yeah, for sure. The one thing that um, we're very busy um, doing is providing actually colorectal cancer screening to the underserved mm-hmm. population in the state of Virginia. Um, So where we are now is we actually fund colorectal cancer screening programs at nine different medical sites across Virginia. Um, One's east of Richmond, five are here in Richmond, and three are up in northern Virginia. Um, These medical sites serve um, the underserved community. So that's either a federally qualified health center, an FQHC, or a free clinic. And um, they did not have a colorectal cancer screening program. We've been able to come in with our um, best practices, you know, our model (laughs) and um, and replicate it at various sites um, with the um, using the fit, which is the fecal immunochemical test um, in home, private colorectal cancer screening tool. Um, It's much more affordable, um, breaks down a lot of barriers, right? It's non invasive Mm -hmm. and, and it can be done in the privacy of your own home. You don't need to prep that sort of thing, but it's a great screening tool for those folks that are just needing their routine colonoscopy. They're experiencing no symptoms, they're of age, and they're in need of a routine colonoscopy. Invariably, a routine screen will find a cancer before you even even know it. So um, we're really proud of that work, and we are finding cancers early.
0: How early are you finding the cancers? I'm sorry? How how, how early in age are you finding yeah. that?
1: That's a good, that's a good um, question. So the program that we fund is for folks who are of screening age. So that's 45 now. The screening mm-hmm. age has been lowered from 50 to 45 yeah, for everybody. That, okay. So anybody listening, if you're 45 or over, you need to go ahead and schedule your screening and talk with your medical provider about the best screening option for you. It might be an in-home screen. It might be the colonoscopy as well. Um, so, we, oh, gosh, but finding cancers – the organization itself is, we are constantly um, receiving requests for support because we offer nutrition services to cancer patients as well. Um, and these mm-hmm. these patients are in their 30s, early 30s, late 30s, early 40s. My husband was 41. That was 11 years ago. Diagnosis is rising considerably in the under um, 40-year-old population.
0: Why do, why do you think that is?
1: We get that question a lot, and I think um, some people are going to be like, oh, "We don't know. We know. We're just waiting for the data to catch up." Right? Um, it's there's a lot of energy looking at the sugary drinks, um, the high fructose corn syrup, the coloring and drinks. What what are we what are we feeding our children? Um, mm, but if you yep. walk down the Gatorade aisle. I mean, Gatorade back in my day was just powder in a water, right? But if you yeah. walk down a Gatorade aisle, aisle now, what do you <laughs> see? You see a bunch of colors, and I guarantee you there's probably a lot of sugar in all of those drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can, There's easy ways to make a, a hydrating um, um, fluid without buying Gatorade. So right. I'm not a big fan of Gatorade. Um, yeah. So yeah. Some people are looking towards that. Um, yeah. They're also looking at the toxins in our environment. That's our air. That's our food. That's our water um, Monsanto has gotten, um, has lost a lot of lawsuits out in California. That's, that's the, the producer of Roundup. Yep. yep. So pesticides, them. herbicides, that sort of thing. So the, the data is, is out at the moment, um, in the mainstream, um, you know, uh, research community, but I, I think all of us who are in it and we, we No, it's it's yeah. whatever we're putting, we're putting more of a burden on our body, right? With the toxins that are coming in, whether it's through our air, even what we put on our skin, what we breathe through our water, and then the high sugary um, snacks and drinks are, are doing a disservice to us all. Yeah.
0: What are some of the early detection signs of that, of uh, chloroquine? Yeah.
1: Um, we say a lot in our education that we're trying to break the silence that surrounds this disease. So you can have a precancerous polyp and have no symptoms whatsoever. So there's this, the symptoms can be silent.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: then if you are having symptoms, the last thing that people really want to do at the dinner table is share that they're having irregular bowel habits, constipation mm-hmm. for a few days, and then explosive diarrhea, um, pain and bloating, thin stools, blood and stools. So sometimes when you're experiencing that, like chronic constipation, they just tend to think, well, that's just my GI system. I don't eliminate mm-hmm. my bowels every day. And that's just normal for me. It's right. really not. It's really not. Yeah. So that doesn't mean you have colon cancer and colon cancer is the colon is the large intestine. Um, rectum is the, you know, is the rectum. They just right. push that together. The colo, colorectal just means colon and rectum. That's what that means. Yeah, it's they're all
0: connected. Yeah. So
1: it's all, yeah. The treatment's basically almost the same. So colorectal cancer is is what we're speaking about here and um the uh the symptoms can be as i said um irregular bowel habits pain and bloating um thin stools blood in the stools um chronic constipation meaning that you're not eliminating your bowels at least at least once a day on a consistent basis Hmm. this does not mean you have colorectal cancer it just means you need to speak with your with a medical provider
0: yeah so, yeah. so those are some of the signs, I guess. Uh, now, what are you? What are some of the? At what you're experiencing now, mm-hmm. I guess, with uh, this being detected at an earlier age, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. what are some things? You know, I guess if you are experiencing some of these symptoms, mm-hmm. what are some things that you would recommend mm-hmm. somebody out here that's listening to this or knows somebody yeah. that has these issues? Yeah, uh, what would you recommend them, them doing?
1: Be an advocate for yourself. Because the third layer of silence that surrounds this disease, the first layer was like, there could be no symptoms. The second one was, well, I have symptoms, but I don't really want to tell anybody. The third um, silence that surrounds this disease is that um, the medical providers are not recommending screening. And Mm. that's not our organization saying that. That's actually in the literature and that's actually in the research. Um, So they're not recommending timely screening, especially for people that are under screening age, they might think it's just a hemorrhoid or they might think, um, oh, you know, chronic constipation, you know, drink more water. Okay. But we probably need to follow up. You know, if, if, if you go to the doctor and you've got one of these symptoms and it doesn't subside for whatever treatment that they've offered you, you need to go back and you need to follow up. So I would say, be a, a be a big advocate, be an advocate um, for yourself. That. And I, I think that's for anything, any type of ailment. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, is to take care of, 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 yourself by being an advocate for your, um, for your needs.
0: And how does somebody, I mean, you, you, on your website, I know you have a lot of information and everything else mm-hmm. and you're very active in, in the community and getting out and, and yeah. educating yeah. the community. I see a lot of pictures on your website, blog, uh, out at a lot of events yeah. uh, and, uh, just, uh, doing a lot of education there and, and awareness. But, uh, uh, what are some things that, you know, a listener here or somebody watching that they can do uh, to to get involved into the organization. I think if you're if you've been infected by somebody that's had uh, can this type of cancer or or you just want to help. I mean, what are some ways that they can get involved?
1: Well, ways that they can get involved in the organization are, um, and that, this is anywhere across the country. Is um, we're having our tenth annual boxer brief five k, what yes. we originally started with in two thousand thirteen.
0: Yeah, that's great.
1: And we say you dress up your bum and you come out to run, um, and uh, the the three point one miles. However, yeah. we do have a virtual option. So if you're not going to be in the Richmond area on June eleventh of this year, um, there is a we call it a virtual challenge. And all we do is we challenge those virtual participants is to collect miles any way they want. So Mm. for the whole weekend. So you can swim, run, walk, bike, paddle. So maybe you wanna, maybe you're a triathlete. And so you're gonna go out and you're gonna, in June, right now it's a little chilly in February. (laughs) um, In June, let's say you're gonna do, um, you know, a 30 mile bike ride on Saturday, but then you've gotta do like maybe um, a swim run or something like that Mm. um, on Sunday. Um, I've had people actually walk the golf course and it counts so yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway they can collect miles
0: yeah. i think uh chasing my four-year-old down the street <laughs> in his little go-kart thing his little bike bicycle go-kart thing that we got him i'd probably yeah. count that too you know every quarter of mile that he goes right and that's still I, every it, mile it counts. counts.
1: it all counts and all you do is, is <laughs> you, awesome. you register you'll get your t-shirt you'll get information about colorectal cancer in the mail um wear your t-shirt take a picture of yourself um, collecting your miles post your miles. And because um, we're trying to get to 3,100, meaning cross-country, 3,100 um, yeah. um, miles for, in, in honor of colorectal cancer prevention.
0: That's awesome. Well, I will definitely participate in that because I'm an avid runner. Uh, I like to work out. I'm a big avid runner, though. Um, too bad it's not. Again, I was years and years ago. I did a lot of uh, – did some marathon, half marathons, full marathon, yeah. all that stuff. So it was a lot easier to get the miles in back then than it is <laughs> yeah. today. But – uh, but that's cool yeah. though. I mean, anybody can get anybody who's, you're already working out, you're already doing some of these things. Obviously that's a, that's a great way to, to get involved. Um, what yeah. is the vision really for where you are going? So anybody that's listening here says, okay, I'm going to yeah. support the organization, but, uh, I know obviously the goal is to kind of eradicate, bring awareness, but also to just get rid of the disease too. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the uh, what for the organization specific though i mean what do you see this you know how do you see this evolving five ten you know 15 years yeah. from now
1: i mean honestly um unless some major changes are done in regards to you know the toxins that we live in and that sort of thing i don't know if you can actually um stop colorectal cancer from happening but sure. what we can do is stop it from taking anybody's life right. so preventing colorectal cancer from taking someone's life is the ultimate ultimate vision We are a prevention and early detection organization. We do not raise money for treatment or cure. Um, We don't raise money for research. What we do raise money for is to make sure we prevent it and to make sure if um, it, it can be found with timely access to timely screening. We also support the survivors as well to make sure they don't have a recurrence. Yeah. So um, that is the ultimate vision. And um, I think it's, uh, you know, if we can prevent something from happening, you're not only saving a life, but um, you're saving a lot of, mm-hmm. of, of financial um, instability. It is extremely expensive to fight any cancer. And yeah. um, many of these survivors are left with a, with a hefty bill. Um, and yeah. at the same time, they're, um, you know, they're, they're concerned about surviving as well. So we really think prevention is the key. And preventing it from taking anybody's life. Um, I've experienced it. I don't. I, I, I don't want anybody to have to go through what the Conklin no. family went through.
0: Well, it's absolutely incredible what you guys are doing, and and have uh, you know with the awareness, the events, the education, all the things that we can do to prevent. I think some of the key things you mentioned with uh, as, as me listening. You know, late thirties right now. I'm thinking to myself. Yeah. You know, okay, what are some of the signs and everything else that I can mm-hmm. look for. And, uh, but think about it. I mean, think about the power of Mm -hmm. the listener here. I mean, if somebody's listening to this, share this, share this interview, share, uh, bits and pieces of this, you know, with your community. I mean, what, I mean, you understanding how important that is. I mean, if somebody listens to this, I mean, Melinda, you've shared the uh, warning signs or some of the warning signs that people can look for. And, I think that's huge, though, but to to be part of the solution, we talk about being part of the solution and not the problem in this podcast all the time, is to be an advocate for change, and the only way you can do that is, one, by taking action, or two, you can even do this by sharing. So taking, you know, sharing this video, sharing some of Melinda's points here is, is critical uh, with family members, with friends, maybe with your social media community. Uh, you know, we share a lot of things out in this world. We share a lot of posts. But I mean, one of the best ways, I think, to, uh, that we all can do this and all work together is to, to be aware. But we got to share this, right? You know, it's not just the, the one person that sees it. Um, you know, what if the one person could share that out with all of their friends and everything else? How many lives can we save? In the process of just hitting that hitting that share button we're uh, going again going to your website which is hc, hcb2.org, org mm-hmm. uh, and and going there and getting involved but even now again yeah. just listening I mean just hitting the share button and, uh, to your family members friends hey did you hear about this you know that we want, want to make you aware of this uh, you have the ability to save lives mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, just by doing that right
1: Absolutely. And, you know, two things, you talk about awareness, but it first starts with awareness in regards to what's going on in your own body. Yes, We like to say, take a peek below the seat, check Mm -hmm. out below the deck. What is coming out of you? Right. I mean, literally we talk about this all day long and break the silence. People don't want to talk about this. And, um, obviously then the next thing is, is just to have this, have this talk with your family members, mom, dad, have you been screened? I just heard this or so. And so, um, have you been screened and you're turning 45, you know, Let me help you um, find a medical provider if you don't have a a medical home. But I will tell you, I will leave you with a quick story. One of our um, board members is a colorectal cancer survivor. He came on the board about a year ago, and he um, um, was part of the 5K. And, of course, people, you know, teams and that sort of thing. So one of his team members said, well, you're a survivor. I'm supporting you on the team. I'm going to go do this 3.1-mile trek. He said, I might as well go get my colonoscopy. I haven't gotten it yet. Well, lo and behold, yeah. he's a stage three colorectal cancer survivor now. His friend had colorectal cancer and didn't even know it. And he he was about a couple years late with his colonoscopy. He found out he's, he had stage three colorectal cancer. If he hadn't joined the team or decided to say, you yeah. know what, I might as well get my colonoscopy. If he hadn't done that, he would not be alive today. He wouldn't. Because that that polyp would have continued to grow and it would have been stage four and it most likely would have been too late. So again, what you're saying about sharing it, you yeah. literally save lives by just breaking the silence that surrounds this disease. So mm-hmm. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah. So I mean, it's Melinda. I love what you guys are doing. Mm-hmm. I, I I just think it's it's incredible. We have we have the ability together to save lives. You know, by taking this mm-hmm. video, taking your points. Hitting share, right? Subscribe mm-hmm. to the channel here at the missions that made them. Obviously, we have a number of, of, of mm-hmm. other guests and 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 other initiatives and everything else that are going to help make this world a better place. I mean, you know, imagine a world that we can live in that that if everybody worked together yeah. to bring more awareness around uh, early, you know, detection of cancer, uh, mm-hmm. colorectal can, colo, 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 cancer in this mm-hmm. case uh, imagine a world where, uh, more people are aware of that. What's, you know, lives will be saved. Imagine a world Mm -hmm. where, uh, we can work together. And, but I love what you say, uh, Melinda is that, you know, it's about yourself understanding Mm -hmm. some of the signs here. It's Mm -hmm. self-awareness. It's, it's, Mm -hmm. but I think before self-awareness, you need to be aware of what to look for and and that type of thing. And, And it's just, You know the the work that your organization is doing. I think, coupled, really coupled with uh, the society out here, people like you that are listening and watching, uh, sharing this out with your friends, family, social media Mm -hmm. network, you will save a life. There will be a. I promise you this. We will hear a story from this interview uh, and your points that you shared, Melinda uh, that, uh, again, this, this video being shared and hopefully again, just like your last story here is, is that if somebody can, you know, uh, hear that and say, maybe I need to get checked today, or maybe we need to hear some of the signs, um, you know, maybe it's something to yeah. get to look for because you will save, you know, a family member's life, potentially a friend's life. And, um, you know, that's, that's the thing here, right? So.
1: Yeah. I- uh, again, I'm going to emphasize Screen, screen by age 45. We don't say at, we say by. 45 is the deadline. That is the deadline to start screening. And because you screen when you have no symptoms at eight forty five, 45, I have no symptoms. Nobody cares. Go get screened. That's what you need to do at age 45. But it's by age 45 because if you have a family history mm-hmm. or if you're having any type of GI issues, you may most likely need to be screened earlier. And there's options out there for you. That's why having this discussion with your medical provider is critical and being an advocate for yourself.
0: Yeah. exact. that is that is so true. I 100% agree with that. You know, start, uh, be aware, be uh, educated and share, you know, those three things. I think if they can do those three things here, Melinda, I think we're together with the great work, work of your organization, uh, continuing to expand and um, get that word out. And and I think uh, with the coupling of, of that and the audience here is uh, we're going to, we're all going to make this world a better place, uh, which is really the point of this podcast to bring awareness to that. So uh, Melinda, you've been awesome. Uh, awesome guest here. Uh, great points uh, brought in. Um, anything, any last words you want to say before we we hop off?
1: Um, yeah, I just pay like you, like you said, pay attention. It's all about just paying attention and then, um, breaking the silence that surrounds, um, the disease. That's the only reason why colorectal cancer is the second cancer killer in our country and men and women, women have colons too. It's 50, 50 mm-hmm. men don't get it more. It's 50, 50. And, um, it's just because of silence. That's what we believe there's nobody's talking enough about it. And, um, thank you, Jason, cause you've given us a platform.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, and that's really the goal here is to to be a platform for change, and to platform for change that's going to make the world a better place, right? Let's change the narrative to the, from the problems to the solutions. And uh, Melinda, you are, are clearly part of that solution, and I'm just so glad to uh, to know you, to uh, be aware of your organization. So I love about doing this podcast because it just relays really so much good is in the world. By uh, just going out there and looking and getting involved. Uh, one last thing before uh, before we hop off though, uh, there specifically, you know, on the website and everything else, I know you have donation options. Is there any other kind of uh, uh, opportunities uh, for for guests to uh, that are listening to this mm-hmm. to to get involved yeah. uh, or to support?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, if you are a colorectal cancer um, patient or a survivor or a caregiver, please reach out to us at info at H, as for hitting C for cancer, B for belt, the number two, hcb2.org. Because we'd we'd like to talk with you and most likely provide you some type of service and some education. Um, And then secondly, we have three events a year. We have a 5K, we've got a golf event, and then we have a party with a huge silent auction that's online. Um, and, uh, that's at the end of the year. So there's all kinds of ways, depending on what you'd like to do. Do you like to run golf or party or all three? Um, we have those opportunities (laughs) to get involved as well.
0: That's incredible. Again, check them out. HCB2.org. And, uh, you know, we will take it from there. So until next time, everybody, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Be sure again, to subscribe to the channel here and be sure to share this video with everyone uh just everyone in general right uh share with friends family all your social networks get this word out Uh, we are going to slay save lives together absolutely